This is Sunday on Mikey That's another word for cash, Chris. Um, dough? Dough. Win some dough. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Win some dough. De Niro. Win some uh, Robert De Niro. You talking to me? Fuck out of here. You, you talking to me? <laughs> what, if, what if the whole podcast was, was, was just, just us was saying, just you talking to me? You talking to me? You fucking talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Real quick, did you, uh, did you see the Britney Spears documentary yet or no? What'd you just say? <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you watch the, uh, the Britney Spears documentary? No, it's, it might be, uh, yeah. have you? It's Britney, bitch. That's right, everybody. Welcome to the Mikey Betts Show. Uh, you guys know where to go. BellyUpFantasySports.com slash Mikey Betts. You can get all your best picks and plays. And you can check out all the memberships if you guys want to check that out. I'm with my partner, Chris the Capper. How you doing, Chris? Um, you had me speechless last week, Mikey Betts. I don't know what to... I still don't know what to say to that one. Man. But shout out to the producer for that great open. Yeah, shout out, dude. Uh, c- congratulations. It's actually him. You didn't have to flex that hard on it, but uh, congrats. That's awesome. It's a lot better than what it was. I wasn't going to say it was me. Hey, fuck it. Who cares? Keep it rolling and keep it rocking. Oh, man. Threw me under the bus. I was sincerely just... If we make it sound like we got a producer, it's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you know us, what? Hey, uh, shout like, out to our producer, Kanye was, West. We really appreciate what you do for us. That, uh, that, was, the in, that was the intern. <laughs> yeah, I mean our intern. The intern. So, uh, so how was your week, bro? It was uh, it was pretty good. I uh, I had a pretty good, uh, pretty good work week. Pretty good uh, betting week. How about you, Mikey Betts? I had a great betting week. It was actually a really good betting week. Um, so a lot of my followers had a good betting week. I got a text from my one guy. He's like, "Man, I'm up 400," and I was like, "Dude, kudos, you know, kudos." There you go. So. Uh, it, it's been a really good week. I had the Suns minus 3.5 last night. That was a scare. Um, Especially after that um, that blowout. Or not, uh, they had that big lead against the Nets. Well, yeah, and then they, they and lost then they that right it. away. Right. And then the next day, they're playing the Pelicans, and they're down like eight or something. And I know that Chris Paul, you know, his old place is New Orleans. He played for the Hornets when they were in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So it has a special place in his heart. So I put, placed some peanuts on that for, I think it was the overall 17.5 points at plus 100. I put some peanuts on that. I want some cash. So that was fun. Um, bad one I hit or I didn't hit yesterday was the Patrick Williams over 10.5 rebounds. That one missed by a point. Bro, I, I saw that. It was the one leg of the... The last leg. Oh, that was the rebound. Yeah, the last leg of that. Oh, right, right, right. right. The oh rebound. What was that, five and a half? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As pain. A, yeah, pain. pain. Absolute pain. Absolute pain. And where are we, uh, where are we playing these bets? You can place Mike. those bets at busr.ag. Um, it's a great betting website for you to place your bets. It has a lot of uh, a lot of promos right now. So if you put in a hundred dollar deposit, you can get a thousand dollars of a risk free bet, Holy which is smokes. amazing. Yeah, so that's that's incredible. And if you put in the promo code Belly Up, you can get fifty percent off your first deposit, or fifty percent match your first deposit. Matching of yeah. your first deposit. Yeah. So like, and can what is that uh, site again? That is busr.ag. 
Awesome. You guys can check that out. Try busr.ag slash MikeyBets for the pro- – or not MikeyBets, I'm sorry. Belly Up Sports for the promo code. Um, but places to bet. Celtics uh, – wait, what were we going to say? Sorry. No, I was just going to say really quick, if they can't catch that, if they can't catch our uh, our accents, mm-hmm. they uh, where can they follow you on social media? Oh, you can follow me at RealMikeyBets – uh, on Twitter or Instagram or both my handles and then if you want to search Facebook if you're a dinosaur I'm just kidding ma you can go on uh, you can just search Mikey Betts on, on Facebook and you'll find me MySpace find me. too MySpace you can find me too I'm not certified but I am friends with Tom so that's pretty cool as well um, but to tonight's games really quick Celtics Pelicans who do you like Pelicans are at home um, I like the Pelicans Hell no, dude. I don't know. I'm going to go opposite with you on that, and I'm going to hammer minus two and a half on the Celtics. Why do you like the Pelicans? I don't know. Just the home court, Zion. I'm just not buying into their hype. I feel like they are they should be a lot better than they should be. I feel like Zion is, uh, we definitely put him in the category of LeBron before he even hatched his egg, mm-hmm. and that's a huge problem. Um, do they move on from Lonzo? They're probably going to move on from Lonzo. I could see Lonzo in a Bulls jersey in the next two weeks. I really hope I do. Him and nice. Zach. Zach's on fire right now. Let's talk about Zach. Dude, I'm eating my fucking words. And I know John is, once again, smiling fucking ear to ear. And I know that Danny's smiling ear to ear because so, I'm eating my words on Zach. Yeah. Is he is he an all-star? He's not a starter, but does he still... Definitely not the, a starter. Uh, so how does it work? Do they... Uh, I was... Forget how reserves The coaches work. vote him. So it's a coach vote. Doc Rivers, which is it's pretty crazy. He just played the Sixers last night, right? Mm-hmm. And they lost, but he put up a hard fight. He was going. He was unbelievable in the fourth quarter to make that comeback possible. Guess who gets to pick who's going to the All Star game? Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, exactly. So because he's going to be the coach, you know what I'm saying? He's right. In first place. Right. So he fucking played his balls off, and there's no chance that Zach Levine is not going to get an all-star spot. I was going to say at this He deserves it. It's mm. This time it's deserving. Last year it was like, all right, dude, you're on a shitty team. Like, what what do you expect? You know, it's the Brad, Bradley Beal effect. This year I can also see Bradley Beal making the team too. Sure. Uh, do I agree with it? I agree with it because he's not a starter, but I don't agree... Like, I wouldn't agree with it if he was a starter. Because in order for you to be a starter, you need to be a, a fucking stud on a good team. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. uh, and you know what? Uh, I am a betting man. So, I think I'm going to throw some peanuts on Joel Embiid for MVP. Really? Yeah. I, I okay. Dude, the guy's a beast. He's a monster. He just had his 50-point game well, against the Bulls. I was going to say, the game against the Bulls, he went off. He did go off. He, oh, how many rebounds did he have? He had 17 fucking rebounds. And then... Yeah, fifty points. And he's a tough dude. Like he just he doesn't stop. He's in the paint. He's on the three point line. He's grabbing rebounds. He's passing oh, it out. Dude, he in shoots an occasional. He's three. a Philly man. He's a Philly man. Like yeah. he's he's like the definition of like just a blue a blue collar Philly man. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes you saw last year Philly was so fucking hard on the guy. They wanted him out, and he he's just like you know what? Screw these guys. You know he still played. He played through it. He played through perseverance. All the trade rumors with uh, Jimmy Butler and. Uh, Joel Embiid, if, hey, let's go play in Miami together. I really think that he is making his face for the team, and he's going to, I don't know if he's going to stay there, but I like him in the Sixers jerseys, and I feel like he can, he could do big things there and bring, bring and recruit people there. I was going to say, kind of be a core piece that 
that recruits around him. Uh, and then Ben Simmons is interesting because his contract is up after this year? Look, Ben... Next year. Yes, uh, it's next year. Next year, right? Ben Simmons is playing like a man this mm-hmm. year. Like a fucking man. He's shooting his threes. Not a lot are going in, but he's shooting them. He's passing the ball like a fucking man. He's shooting like a man. And he's playing defense like a man. That's my favorite part is like when a point guard plays defense... Um, it reminds me of Rondo. It reminds me of Pat Beverly. Reminds me of uh, Kobe White. <sighs> Come on, dude! What's your fucking problem? What's your problem? Oh, I was. I like Kobe White. I was dude. being sincere. You know, I feel like he's. It's just gonna take him a couple more years to develop, but he'll develop into that piece that we need, or he'll just get traded, and I'll never talk about him again. But can the Bulls be good with a a backcourt that doesn't play any defense, though? Uh, no. Can't work. Not. No, it can't work. So what? Because look at Clay. What would you do? I'm, I'm looking at the 70s, or not the 76ers, the Golden State Warriors really quick. You look at Clay, he plays defense like a man. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I kind of stay, I got to stop saying the goal, he plays like a man. Because obviously they play like men. They're men. So, no shit, huh? Um, the more you know. Wait, hey, who's that? What was, uh, why am I losing my mind? Uh, we were on our talk of, uh. Losing my mind. Lost in the world. You know that song? I'm looking on the road. With nowhere to go. Man, that shit was fucking fire. Speaking of singing, who do we got on the show? <laughs> who, do, who do we got on the show today? Frank the Tank. Dude, that guy this, is a singer. We, we're, we're ten minutes into the episode, episode three of the Mikey Betts show here nice. on the... Here on Bell, as part of the Belly Up Sports Media Company, and Mikey Betts. Before we get into a little Frank the Tank talk, a little little preview of what else is on today's episode. Where can we listen to the Mikey Betts show? You can go on Spotify, Podcast One. You can go on Amazon. You can go on Google Play. You can do Pinecast. You can probably anywhere you have social. We're all uh, over. Yeah, we're everywhere, man. Like How do you not know about us? Like Coca Cola. Yeah, like Coca Cola. We're, we're all over. We're all over. It's not a big deal. You'll find us if you just look. You know Mikey Betts show is popping. Are you a Are you a Coca Cola guy or are you a Pepsi guy? Um, I mean, n- neither. Yeah, I like, if I have to. You I, know who's a Coke guy? Joey Toya. Oh. He's a co- he's a he's a, <laughs> a captain and coke guy. Coke guy. That guy is a fucking funny guy. Good guy. We're good gonna guy. have Joe Toy on the show one day. You guys, uh, you guys will be in for a trip for that one. He's a really good guy. Great. Really that'll good be friend a, of mine. It'll be a great time. Big uh, Bulls fan. Big Bulls fan. Speaking of guests, really quick, let's uh, let's get into today's episode. We got two guests. Two on guests today. We got uh, Le- Lenny, White Sox Lenny, aka Len Casper. Uh, Best friends with the man now. Huh? Yeah, dude. Gonna go get dinner. Gonna go hang out. Really cool guy. Um, he he was probably one of the one of the nicest guys we've 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 ever interviewed. Um, out of the, you know, not. Well, well I'd have to say you've interviewed because. Oh we, yeah. Uh, well, you had the one interview. We interviewed Frankie together. Frankie. Oh yeah. So that was fun. But uh, we, again, our and, audio. Our, the producer uh, <laughs> producer failed on that uh, on the Zoom call with Len Casper, so I couldn't participate. Oh yeah, dude, that was like a fucking last minute hiccup. Oh my so, gosh. But any anyways, I swear to God, dude, our great. audio problems have been awful. By by episode four, we're gonna be on 
point. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe now. Maybe now it's going to be a great one. You know? The only thing that dude is good for is making those opens. Who? The producer. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And he's just everything else. Dude, is stop just... talking shit about yourself because you know what? The other producer is going to think that we're talking shit about him. Len uh, Casper. Yeah, we got Len Casper. Great conversation. Again, only featuring a, Mikey Betts. I, was, uh, I asked him if he was a bandwagon fan. That was pretty fucking funny. He's a really nice guy, though. Um, and then we got Frank, dude. Frank the Tank. Uh, From Barstool Sports. Yeah, he lives at uh, he lives inside Jose Canseco's head, rent-free. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys don't know who Jose Canseco is, he was a baseball player who is now a fucking a dirty rat who takes dives and just tries to get money from hardworking individuals and hardworking blue-collar people like ourselves who just want to buy a fight video or buy a pay-per-view, and he fucking rats us out. So um, we don't like Jose Canseco. We think he's a dirty rat. We think he took... Well, no, we know he took steroids. Uh, As Frank the Tank said, the 40-40 was a a fraud. It's a fraud. It's a fucking fraud. It's fraudulent. And he's just a, a mental midget. That's what he is. He's a fucking mental midget. And you'll hear about it more on the show when uh, we talk with Frank. Yeah, so like we said, two great two great interviews we have going on today's episode. Before we jump into the Len Casper conversation, Pitchers and Catchers reported a couple of days ago. Yes, sir. Mikey Betts, how you feeling? Um, I'm really liking the White Sox bullpen. That's, that's pretty fucking amazing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. You guys should have seen this face on Chris's face. Oh, my gosh. I'm tearing up. Um, what do you think about Jake Arrieta? Well, well, I was going to say, face. to be fair, the only thing we can, the only thing Cub fans can really get excited for is a Jake Arrieta comeback. I, I said it with Frank. I said, what a slap in the face that is to uh, Lester. Yeah. It, that pisses me off. Dude, I really like Lester, uh, the lefty. You know, he, he really fucking Just, he uh, gave his all. Just right. I was just gonna say you need to go, but he was gonna come back. But you like Arietta is almost. You could argue Arietta is the right-handed version of John Lester. Sure, that kind of bulldog mentality. Sure. Um, hopefully he can eat innings because uh, that's certainly gonna be needed for this Cubs rotation. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that earlier today. Actually, the Cubs rotation is just. Ugh. What do you think about Carlos Zambrano? Call him up. <laughs> Call him up. Uh, you know, Eric saw him at Panera. You ever tell you that story? He was with the the, the Red Dogs or what, what team? The Chicago Dogs. And uh, he fucking walks in Elmer's Panera and Eric got a picture with the guy. Oh, shit. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. I didn't even know the guy liked Panera. I can go for, for some Panera right now. What's your favorite Panera food? Um, Probably the bagel. I'm a big fan of the bread bowl, just because I always thought it was like just a cool concept that you could eat soup in a bowl. You know, like there's no like you don't have to wash any dishes or anything. Well, I was gonna say no dishes. It's fucking heavenly, yeah. It's if sense. you were like the savages we are, mm-hmm. we could just take the bread bowl and then just eat it like that, realistically. Yeah. Oh, well, are I, you are you in to drink hot soup? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. What? Nothing, dude. Nothing. Um, There's nothing. That, I I like, wouldn't drink fucking hot soup. I mean, I would drink it, but I would. I, it's not called drinking. You're eating hot soup. Well, that's what I mean. You're taking the bowl, and you're gonna drink it to save time. 
Dude, if well, imagine doing that on the first. <laughs> imagine doing that on the first date. Fucking uh, hey, so how you doing? What are your interests? <laughs> you just fucking lift up the bread bowl yeah. and start sipping it. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> oh, you've done it, huh? Give, give us what's her name? What's her name? Ligma. <laughs> You're a fucking moron, Ligma. Who? Fuck off. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but uh, we know you guys want to listen to Len, so today starts the baseball talk. Yes, sir. Yes, baseball start. Baseball talks start, but don't forget we will be talking basketball. So stay tuned if you guys want to hear the best bets for basketball bets oh, tonight. I want to talk Carson Wentz too. Oh, we will talk Carson Wentz. Oh, we'll, we'll you see. Got we'll, me pissed off. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll see Wentz. what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, let's talk about it real quick. Let's talk about uh, it really quick. Real quick. I want to listen to Len. <sighs> All right. Let's listen to Len. All right. We'll come back. Fuck it. We'll talk baseball. All right. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Uh, here's Len Casper. So, Len, how you been, man? <laughs> Doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Getting ready for uh, spring training. And uh, with about three feet of snow on the ground in Chicago, it's definitely nice to think about uh, a summer sport. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. For real. Were you out here? Did you Were you in the city today when it snowed or yesterday? Uh, yeah, we live we live in the Chicago area, and so there's been a lot of uh, snow shoveling. Yeah. Uh, my wife would tell you she's done a lot more shoveling than I have, and she'd be accurate. But huh. uh, but I definitely uh, don't mind getting outside and, and getting after it. And um, yeah, this is crazy. Like I know we've had a couple of winters of of a lot of snow, but I I don't remember one quite this intense in terms of like a week to 10 days worth of snow. This is it like, this is, this is Buffalo. Like exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're not here in Buffalo. This is terrible. Uh, but you know what? It's fine because January we, we had a decent weather. It was like eight inches. And in totality now it's about 40 inches of snow in the past month. It's been crazy. Wow. But Len, it's, it's pretty weird to see you in a white Sox hat. How's that been, man? Kind of hurt my feelings. Well, you know, I, uh, I'm really excited about the new challenge and, and kind of looking ahead right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that it's going to be a little weird. It's going to be a little weird for me, you know, starting. I'm sure I'll, instead of saying White Sox, I'll say Cubs. Instead of saying DJ, I'll say JD a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, because be of nice. uh, the way I exercise my brain over the last 16 years. But um, it, I, I think it's a good time in my life and career for a new challenge. Uh, I made it very clear when I got the job that radio was still very important to me. And with this opportunity to, to stay in Chicago and essentially change my office about eight or nine miles to the south, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And uh, I knew some people would be baffled. Some would be upset. Some would be happy that I uh, was coming to the Sox. Some might be happy that I was leaving the Cubs. <laughs> but there, I've heard a lot of different reaction and I get all of it. And uh, right now I'm just very thankful to have this opportunity and you know i'm also indebted to the cubs and all the fans for how they've treated me along the way and i think the reaction so far has been pretty good yeah you're gonna have a couple of the guys that are pretty upset about it but overall i think the reaction was everybody was really happy to see you switch switch sides uh because most of those guys are switching sides too socks are going to be really good this year you know, I'm curious to know, um, because, you know, I've had a few people say, uh, hey, secretly, you know, I'm, I've been a Cubs fan my whole life, but I also secretly root for the White Sox or, 
uh, vice versa. You know, I've heard that over the years as well. And I like the rivalry. I think it's really fun. Um, but it's also interesting to me in that the last time, the only time these two teams met in the World Series was 1906. So it's 115 years where really, and prior to 97, when interleague play started, like it would be very easy as a baseball fan to root for both teams because they never really affected one another. But now with interleague play uh, and kind of the, the social media stuff, it's, mm -hmm. it, 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 there's an intensity to the rivalry that's really fascinating to me. And, and what you just said, so do you think that, that there are some Cubs fans who will now root for the White Sox because of the change in fortune? I'm, I'm curious to know if that's really the case. I mean, I got a prime example of your coworker, Dave Kaplan. He's the biggest flipper I know. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, going to the so he's going to the Sox now. He's getting Sox tickets. So. Well, I think he still has Cubs tickets, though, right? So I think he's... Yes, you know, he has Cubs tickets his, too. I don't yeah. know anybody that has fully transitioned. Uh, right, right. Can't 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 name anybody who has a full transition yet. But they'll come. They'll come. So, but that being said, you were a Cubs broadcaster. It's got to be top top three jobs in baseball broadcasting in the in the job that you can get. Is it safe to call you a certified bandwagon fan, or is it uh, not? For the Cubs or the White Sox? Well, now you're going to the White Sox. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You know, it's, I've been asked that a lot, uh, actually. And when you do what I do for a living, mm -hmm. um, you don't really factor in uh, what the team is doing at that moment in time. It's, it's a career that I have, and that is broadcasting. So it's a lot about what does the job entail? Mm -hmm. Who will I be working with? Uh, I think a lot about the American League. I've been in the National League for basically two decades. Uh, I can honestly say that regardless of where the White Sox were or are in their window, and also where the Cubs are or were in their window, that really didn't affect my decision at all. Now, I'm really excited to watch this team. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm absolutely pumped to see how the Sox stack up against the rest of the league. Uh, and I did say when uh, this all happened that, you know, getting that World Series ring in 2016 with the Cubs, you know, that that's the one big question, right, that I've been asked. If, if the Cubs hadn't won that World Series yet, would you have made this move? And I can't quite answer that question because it's so hypothetical, but you know, being a part of, of that whole incredible journey and watching it happen in 2016, it's hard to describe how special, how amazing that was. And you're kind of having that already in the pocket in the bank, so to speak. Um, that, I guess, might have made it a little easier to make this move. Uh, the last thing I think someone in my position would want to do would be to come to the Cubs and have as you totally I'm totally with you one of the best jobs in sports and then leave before the Cubs win the World Series I think that would have been hard to do yeah I was going to ask that but you already answered that question for me uh so take me through that I want to talk about the Sox but let's take let's talk about the World Series how how was that I know you were on the field I know you got to interview some of the players what was the best interview for that for when you guys won the World Series well it was I mean I remember talking to David Ross on the radio after 
the Cubs won that crazy game four in San Francisco to uh, win the division uh, round. Awesome. Uh, I remember guys, the pennant clincher, you know, I mean, as exciting as the world series was the fact that Kyle Hendricks outdueled Clayton Kershaw yeah. to help the Cubs win their first pennant since 1945. I mean, that ballpark was just as electric as I've ever felt it. And there've been a lot of those moments at Wrigley field and then game seven, uh, I think about the first two games at Cleveland, it was blustery, like 45 degrees games, six and seven. It almost felt like it was the summer. And those games were in actually November. It was crazy. Uh, in, I remember that. Cleveland and then the rain delay, uh, that quickly ended after 17 minutes. Uh, and then, the 10th inning. And then, you know, it's still a blur to me. I mean, we got home, I think we landed around eight thirty nine AM the next morning and just the bus ride from O'Hare to Wrigley field and just people on the side of the road, uh, waving and cheering. It, it was surreal. It's, uh, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. And then the parade and yeah, that whole two or three day period is, is something that I'll never forget. And uh, will be hard to top for sure. Now, were you guys in Cleveland at all? Did you go no, to I any was, of the games? I was in Chicago. I was uh, I was about a bottle of Dom Perignon uh, in when it was tied six to six. And as soon as I as soon as they won, we went down to uh, Wrigleyville. We we got crazy. So it it was nuts. It was a great experience. the The parade was crazy. Did you get a chance to go to the parade? Yeah, I was actually. Um, JD and I and Pat and Ron uh, and some of the other uh, broadcast people uh, were, we had our own bus, which mm-hmm. was really neat uh, in the parade. And just to see the, the amount of people, hundreds, thousands deep, uh, up and down every street as we went down Michigan Avenue. And uh, even on Lakeshore Drive, we were heading on the southbound side. The northbound side was open. And there were like cabs pulling over to the side of the road and stopping and people getting out and, and waving at us. Uh, It it, it really was uh, amazing. And then uh, being down at the park and just seeing this probably had to be a million people down there. I mean, it Mm was, I've heard that there were 5 million people, they say total. And I, I believe it. I really do. Yeah, I do too. It was insane. Um, speaking of winning the world series, Len Casper gets a job with the Marlins, wins a World Series. Len Casper works with the Cubs, gets a World Series. Len Casper with the Sox. So are we predicting well, something here? Are you the, are you would, the X Factor? I would like to uh, think that I'm the, uh, the, lucky, the lucky charm, but um, I've just been really fortunate to be in a couple of places when it all kind of came together. So, you know, I, I would hope, uh, expect is a strong word in this game because it's it's hard to predict. Mm-hmm. I would really hope that that the White Sox would have a few cracks at it here the next several years. Uh, I think the Cubs are still going to be really good. Um, I, I think, think so. both teams have a chance to make the playoffs again this year. Uh, I I would love nothing more than a White Sox Cubs World Series. I guess we can dream big, but yeah, my my heart's now with the Sox and. Um, you know, the Cubs will always have a special place in my heart for sure. But as I said, right now, my, my pretty singular focus is on trying to get to know 
my new organization as well as I can and uh, try to be as uh, insightful and as informational as, as I can when I hit the air. Well, that's amazing. And I want to ask you this, even though you just said that, if, there, if the chance ever comes and you do get to call your World Series game with the Sox and, you do, and they do win a World Series, would you ever come back to the Marquee Network? Would you ever come back and work with the Cubs? Well, I appreciate the question. And as I said, you know, the Cubs always have a very special place in my heart. But, um, you know, right now I am 100 percent all in on 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 this new opportunity. Uh, I'm not getting any younger. Um, This is probably the last big opportunity I'm going to have. And uh, I'm going to just do the best job I can. And then uh, at some point, probably uh, ride off into the sunset with my wife and we'll travel the world. Hopefully. Man, that's amazing. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like the dream, the American dream. I love it. Um, so with your long career, I know you started and you went to Marquette and you started your broadcasting with the Bucks. Can you tell me something about that? Yeah, I actually interned with the Bucks in their public relations department when I was in college and uh, did radio uh, all the way through college on, on the students radio station, worked for a couple of uh, commercial stations in Milwaukee. And uh, I just always still wanted to try to live that baseball dream and got that chance about six years out of college to uh, fill in on, on Brewers television. And that was my big break in terms of uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. And I did about 20, 25 games a year for three years and got a lot of good experience, got some some tape, some some demo tape that I could give uh, to teams that were looking for for an announcer, and that's kind of how the Marlins job happened. And you know, I the only television I've ever done is is baseball play by play. I think a lot of people who don't realize my background think that I've just been a lifer in television, but really, radio is kind of where I uh, learned my craft, and that's a big reason why uh, I'm doing what I'm doing. Is I just love the idea of opening the microphone and. Uh, whatever the, the listener sees in their mind's eye is what I tell them. And that, that is very exciting and, and thrilling for me. It's an old school medium. There's no question about it. But uh, I think in this day and age, when we're all kind of staring at our iPhones and our iPads, I don't know about you guys, but my eyes get tired by about uh, one o'clock in the afternoon from looking at my computer screen. And sometimes I just like to chill, mm-hmm. close my eyes and I listen to an audio book or a podcast or a baseball game. That's how I am, man. I love the podcast. Sometimes my eyes get redder than a tomato when it's one o'clock. It's just like staring at my phone for too long, man. But happy belated birthday. I know your birthday was uh, a month ago. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Did you do anything fun? Well, we're in a pandemic, so I was home, but my wife made me my favorite dessert, uh, lemon cake, and uh, it lasted about two weeks. to be honest with you, I thought that night I could have eaten the entire cake. That would have been a horrible idea. Uh, but uh, no, it was it was a nice birthday spent at home. Good. That's awesome. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, Sonic 45. Can we talk about Sonic 45? Of course we can. What do you Let's, what do you know about it? I feel alive is a banger. I feel alive is a banger. I love it. I just listened to it uh, a couple days ago and I was like, this is not Len Casper's band. No way. And uh, I didn't even know that Matt Spiegel was the lead singer. That's yeah. that's pretty awesome. Well, thank you for listening to it. I, I really appreciate that. I, I uh, 
yeah, I wrote that song uh, a few years ago, and uh, it's been a fun process and a and a you know it's it's something completely unrelated to what I do normally, and I think it's important to have those things that kind of empty your brain a little bit, right? And kind of give you a little separation from what you do normally. I think it's right. good to hit the reset button every once in a while. And uh, so I, I really appreciate that you listened to that and uh, that you enjoyed it. That, that's really cool. Hell yeah, man. Uh, also, I know you're a runner. I know it doesn't look like it now, but uh, I used to be a couple hundred pounds heavier than this. <laughs> I got really into running. So uh, I appreciate that. It's pretty inspiring. Uh, have you that's been on great. any runs lately? That's great. Yeah, I try to get out. Um, you know, it's a little harder with the, the roads being the way they are. And, you know, the last thing I want to do is get hit by a car before uh, spring training starts. But uh, bad idea. yeah, that that that's important to me to get out and run. So you literally lost 200 pounds. I, I lost like 100 and 112, 113 like that. Wow. Something like that. That's I, was, awesome. I was 311. Wow. So. Good for you. Good for Thanks, you. Man. That's great. And how did uh, what was kind of the main um, was it exercise and diet or lots of cokes and hooker coke coke and hookers lots of it no no i'm kidding no i i ran every day i ran i ran a 5k every day and um okay. yeah i would I just work a lot out i would stop eating a lot of junk food and uh it really worked pop i stopped drinking a lot of pop so good yeah good keep it up that's great i really appreciate it and uh i'll wrap this up i, I want to talk real quick about just a little bit about the Sox. What do you think about them besides going to the World Series? Who do you think is going to be their MVP? Well, you know, Abreu was the MVP of the league last year, and I expect mm -hmm. him to, to to be probably their best offensive player again. Uh, I, I'm really intrigued by Luis Robert in year two. He got off to a good start last year. The league might have adjusted to him, and he struggled a little bit late. But he's a five-tool player. Uh, he's got a lot of confidence. And the other guy to watch for is Yoan Moncada. He had COVID before the year last year, and I think it affected him all the way through the season. Mm -hmm. I expect a big bounce-back year from him. If you look at his numbers from two years ago, they were terrific. If they get a just a, quote, normal year from him, I think this offense is going to be terrific. Well, based on his video this morning, I think he's doing just fine. Yeah, I like that tune, man. I, I I checked it out on uh on Apple Music. I'm uh I'm all in on that. Maybe we'll tour together in the off season. Yeah, perfect. That would be great. That'd be awesome. Sonic forty five and Ma uh, Makata. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. I can't wait. Well, Len, this has been great. Uh it's been awesome talking to you. Been great to get to know you some more. Can't wait to get you get to know you a little bit more later on and uh wish you nothing but the best this season hopefully you get to call that game this year hey thanks for asking me to do this uh and for reaching out and um yeah happy happy to to, to jump on and um stay safe and uh I, I look forward to a fun baseball season on both sides of town awesome thanks len have a great day all right all right mike take thanks care i told you uh me and len were best friends dude and it sounds like it it, it it genuinely sounded like two friends having a conversation. That yeah, he's a good cool. guy. He was a good guy. To, oh. uh, to comfortably tell him you lost weight because of coke and hookers was, was something. I give you... Obviously, that's the truth. So when you're telling the <laughs> truth... <laughs> the fuck off. That's not the truth. When you're telling the truth, you know, you don't... I got family it. on here. Mom, I've never done coke in my life. I've never even touched it. Coca-Cola? 
that's another story. You know, my fat ass used to bring up Coca Cola, like to my house. Like I would sneak it upstairs. I would sneak up. <laughs> I would sneak like a twelve pack upstairs, and then I would like drink it in the middle of the night. You know how people would like have water when they go to bed right before mm-hmm. they go to bed. I would have a fucking. I'd have a can of Coca Cola at two in the morning to suppress my uh, my thirst. That's how you. That's how you start the day. That's, that's not how you start I, the day. I can't think of a better way to start uh, the day. And then you end the day at the laundromat just watching the dryer spin, no? I mean, that sounds like a Friday night to me. <laughs> so I want to take it to some bets before we uh, end the show because it's a betting show, right? Um, I do want to talk about the Knicks. The Knicks, I want to hammer two and a half, uh, minus two and a half because they've been hot. Okay. As well as uh, I want to hammer the under on that with Minus two and a half, or two hundred and fifteen points. Next, I want to totals two fifteen. You're going under. Yeah, I'm going okay. under on that. And okay. then I want to do the over on Julius Randle's twenty two and a half points. Is he an all star? He's a starter. No, I'm just kidding. He's an all star though. He is an all star. He's putting up AD's numbers. He's putting up identical numbers with AD, and nobody's talking about him. Right. And that pisses me off as a Knicks fan. Well, you know how it. But know, I'm a Bulls fan first. But you know how things fan. go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Zach Levine's numbers. Amazing numbers, right? But you know what? You can have amazing numbers, but your record says otherwise. Like I, uh, I like the leaderboard where it kind of collects all the votes and it shows where each player is by the media, by players, by fans. Right. And the media took Jalen Brown over Zach Levine. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yep. What has Jalen Brown done a lot this year? Yeah, that was a head-scratcher for me. But the thing is, is he's on a winning team. That's the difference. Well, I, I thought about our conversation last from last week about how being on a winning team... I mean, just think about any winning team and the ability to send many more All-Stars in any, in any sport. Yes. When you're winning, when you have a winning record, you're sending you know guys that you do question why they're on the All-Star game compared to compared to someone else who's having a good season on a mediocre team. Exactly. I mean, my my prime example always is going to be Quentin Richardson. Remember when he was on the Knicks in 2000? Dude, shitty player, or a really good player on a shitty team. He put up like 20 points a game, but it meant nothing at the end of the day when your playoffs mean nothing. Right, when your record is hot garbage. Exactly. So to my listeners that are still listening, uh, <laughs> I do want to give out a free parlay in the middle of all this. Okay. So, um, if you guys... Also, tell us about the Mikey Betts specials. Baby, baby, baby. So, the two free bets you get uh, when you automatically sign up, you get two bets additional to the two straight bets. So, you'll have two straight... Yes, sir. You'll have two straight bets a day and one parlay a week. Um, And if you want to check that out, you'll go to bellyfantasysports.com slash MikeyBets. You can also go to MikeyBets.com. You'll find me there as well. Find me on Twitter at RealMikeyBets and my Instagram at RealMikeyBets. And, uh, yeah. So you're saying you want to give the listeners another parlay. I do want to give another parlay. Okay. Today's their lucky day then. So if you guys... have the ability to get two parlays today. Yeah, they do have the ability to get two parlays. Uh, Today I'm going to hammer Celtics minus two and a half. Knicks minus two and a half. Pistons. Money line at plus 102, so that'll be a good uh, return. And then I'm going to go with the Knicks money line, or not the Knicks money line, um, the Nets money line uh, as okay. well at plus 190. So that is 
Celtics minus two and a half, Knicks minus two and a half, Detroit Pistons money line, and Brooklyn Nets money line. If you put down one unit, which I use my units as $10, $10 wins you $209.84, which is a return of $219.84. So if you guys win that tomorrow, um, you can thank me. Uh, and if you lose it, that was Chris's parlay that he gave me. My and... choices. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, we do win more than we lose. We do win more than we lose. And we do make a lot of money for our clients. So I hope you guys check it out. That being said, real quick, I do want to get into this Carson Wentz bullshit. And I do want to get into the Bears. What are we going to do now? Um, I mean, well, if you look at the trade and what the Colts gave up, would you be willing to give that up if yeah. you were the Bears? Yeah, I look you at... Didn't, you didn't have to give up a first rounder. Well, the second rounder can potentially, right? I yeah. That's what it is. It depends on the record. Can, and if that is the case, then obviously you're you're in a good spot. Right, correct. And I would have, if I was the Bears, yeah, I would have hammered that trade, but there's no way Carson Wentz would have agreed to that trade as well. Frank Reich played a Frank Reich mm-hmm. played a huge huge part in Carson Wentz going to the Colts. Right. You can totally understand why he, that would be his his number one spot for wanting to go. Plus, oh yeah. Plus you hear that him and John D. Filippo, the uh, I don't think he's the offensive coordinator for the Bears, is he? I think he's a quarterback. Yeah, coach. he's the quarterback coach. Um. Uh, it sounded like they had a rocky relationship, and he mm-hmm. may have been the the bad guy in Philadelphia. So they didn't even make a fucking trade for the guy. They didn't even make a fucking offer. They didn't make an offer. How, like, I get, I get. You don't want to make anything. You don't want to. You don't want to sell yourself high, right? right? But you don't make an offer. You don't offer the laundry. You don't offer the the dryer. You know. Well, do they have something else in the works? I hope. I really hope that, I mean, I just saw, uh, do you know the Twitter handle, at Barry McCockinher? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just tweeted that the Bears traded for um, Deshaun Watson. And I know that's fucking funny, and I know that's ha-ha-ha. But, dude, maybe a day before that the Colts made the trade, mm-hmm. he listed out almost identically what the trade was going to be. So, fingers crossed, Barry McCockinher is right, and the Bears trade for Deshaun Watson. The last 30 seconds has made me uncomfortable. Oh, right here? <laughs> well, yeah, I got my clothes off, too. Oh, <laughs> then Mikey Betts has been, been nude for the past 20 minutes. No, but I, I really think that uh, the Bears are lost. The Bears are at sea. They don't really know what they're going to do until they have a quarterback. And uh, I'm fucking tired of it, man. Two are off the board. Stafford has been moved. Yep. Wentz has been moved. I'm telling we, you, we the, talked about the list earlier, and I think it was episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens. I I just don't think they have enough assets to make those trades for Watson or Wilson. I would love either, either or, you know. But I just don't think the Bears have the assets to to do that. I want to find. Uh, a scenario for you, and I want to ask you if you would hammer this trade or not. Okay. Because we talked about in the NFL draft, too, that there's many teams in front of the Bears with the Bears picking at 20 that are most likely going to be trying to draft a quarterback. With that being said, 
do the Bears reach to possibly take a second-round, third-round-grade quarterback in the first round? That's another fear. We were talking about fears last week about maybe Nick Foles and a rookie being the quarterback situation. You literally put the forward. worst nightmare in my head. So now, what if the... Just imagine if the Bears idiotically reach at the 20th draft position <laughs> to take a to take a quarterback that maybe wasn't projected to go until the second or third round. I, it's then, really... then we're just going crazy. But that's something the Bears would do. You know what I'm saying? That's literally something the Bears would do. This is coming from the organization that has signed Mike Lennon, that has drafted Mitch Trubisky, that has traded for Nick Foles. Not only organization, but it's the same GM. Mm-hmm. The same GM has done all of those moves. This guy's a fucking goofball. So now Ryan Pace is a goofball. I swear to God, he he wakes up every morning. Oh yeah, you yeah, think that we had a really good um, uh, really good meeting. Um, Mitch is still driving his 1997 Toyota Camry, and uh, <laughs> I uh, think that he's going to do a really good season. Dude, nobody wants to play for you when you're a fucking tool. You know what I'm saying? And nobody cares about Club Dub. Nobody cares about, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Like, Dude, shut up and just win us some fucking games. Go to the playoffs. Win some fucking playoff games. I'm so tired of it, dude. I'm so tired of being a Bears fan. And I know it sounds loud on the mic right now, but I'm just fucking tired of it. It's so annoying. All right, I'm back to reality. Bear down. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Bear down. Bear down. Bear down. Bears. We're going to win the Super Bowl next year. Hammer Hill. No, 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 no. Hammer Hill. No, no, no. No, no matter. Hey, we're being realistic. No matter the quarterback situation. Uh, let's Fuck, wait. Let's... Fucking Bears 12-4. and four. Let's go. <laughs> no. Let's fucking hammer it. Let's wait for this scenario. I'm going to fuck what happens. You're talking Mets super fan Frank right now. That's how you sound. Every year, he's gonna the Mets are going to win the World Series. Well, that was a good conversation we had with Frank. It was that, yeah, and he was we'll realistic about it. A little bit. He was right. realistic about right. it. What are the So what are the Bears do? Was Carson Wentz the most realistic option? No, I don't think he was the most realistic option. I really think that Derek Carr is going to be the, the the move that happens for the Bears. I really do. I don't know how. But it doesn't even sound like they're... Trying to trade for the guy? Right, or, or the Raiders are trying to move move on from the well, guy. Well, you've got to remember that it is February. True. February, True. right? You've got uh, some time. Look what happened when we tried to rush last year. We signed fucking Quinn. Five years. How many million? <laughs> Dude. I had Chris for the past 20 minutes just shoot fucking fake guns with his hands at me the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you watched Yellowstone yet? No. It's a good one. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Tell gonna... me about this Britney doc. Oh. Uh, did you even watch it? No. You didn't even watch the Britney documentary? I I was watching Here, some... piece I was of shit. watching something else. <laughs> Brazzers? Huges? Stuart Little. Oh, that's a good one. I love Stuart Little. Actually, Stuart Little, too, is the best, where they he builds that little boat. No, no. <laughs> Dude, your eye just popped out of your head. He said, no, this no, is... no, 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 no. Uh, the same kid from Stuart Little is the same kid, the little orphan from uh, Like Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know that, huh? Yeah, Bawa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
fucking a. The Mikey Best Show is off the <laughs> fucking rails. All right, dude. Yeah, we gotta we gotta cut this short. <laughs> we gotta cut this short. All right, um, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview <laughs> with fucking Frank, uh, Frank from Barstool, Barstool Sports, and uh, we really appreciate having him on. Real, and real quick, we'll preview next week's episode. We obviously had Len Casper on today with us. We're about to jump into Superfan, uh, an interview with Superfan Frank. Mm-hmm. So next week, we're definitely going to have a lot of baseball conversation. We'll continue the quarterback conversation. What else we got going on? We might have a special guest. We might have the Philly Godfather on, the best sports better in the world. The one of my, yes, one Ooh. of my idols, one of my inspirations, and one of the people that I really look up to in the sports betting industry. Okay. If we can't get him on this week, I know he's a busy man. He just opened his restaurant. But we'll get oh, him on. Great. Yes. Yeah. And it's not a restaurant. It's like a betting lounge, which is amazing. He's up in uh, in Philly, obviously. Oh, that sounds awesome. Um, hopefully, we can get him on this week. If we can't, then we're going to get him on next week. And uh, we're going to keep it moving. Um, we got a lot of we got a lot of shows. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of guests coming on. I don't want to name a bunch right now because don't want to release it and uh, right. We'll keep, spoil it. Keep some in the chamber. Right. So uh, that being said. That being said, we got Frank the Tank from Barstool Sports, one of the coolest guys I've ever talked to, and uh, he's definitely going to be a repeat guy. He's definitely going to come yeah, on. Hope, uh, absolutely. Definitely going to come on the show a lot more. So hope you guys like Frank, and um, yeah, enjoy the show. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, guys. Hey, Ben Frank. Uh, I've been uh, having a little bit of uh, just uh, a week of just exhaustion and tiredness uh that basketball game nearly knocked me out are you sore dude i heard about it dude that's, yeah that's yeah crazy. yeah my back was hurting i was uh puking uh dehydrated everything you can imagine oh my god i hate that too dude it, it's sore on the knees too that's the worst part about playing basketball yeah well uh dead 45 years old i'm never gonna do it again yeah fuck it dude yeah just watch it in bed on it that's all i'm gonna do on it so, um, well, it was for content, barstool content, and oof. Uh, you got to do what you got to do for barstool content. You know what I'm saying? Barstool content is the best content. Yep. Uh, last few days, I haven't been able to get in partially because of how I felt and partially because of the fucking snow. It never fucking stops anymore. Fuck this snow, bro. We're in Chicago, and, uh, we got lucky in January, but February we got fucked. That is terrible. That is terrible. How are you guys I over think there? I think we've had I think we've had close to uh, uh, over forty inches of snow total this whole month. Holy shit! I'm so fucking tired of the snow, dude. I cannot wait until we get some nice warm weather, and I can just have my fat ass belly sitting out on the beach and just relaxing. That's all okay. I care about right now. So. Speaking of Barstool, I kind of wanted to ask you, uh, what's it like living rent-free? And Jose Canseco said, please tell me, dude. Uh, it, 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 it's something special. Uh, that Jose Canseco despises me makes me uh, uh, very, very happy. You see, yeah, that, Jose, that, that Jose Canseco actually knows who I am and, mm-hmm. and uh, just, just is bothered by my mere presence. Just to be near him just bothers him. Just Dude, tells me that he is just a total mental fucking midget. Exactly, exactly. That's what I think. I got in a fight with his uh, with his trainer on Facebook or on Twitter. He uh, 
he got mad because I called him Furio because he looks like the guy from Sopranos. And uh, is that that Evan D- uh, Douche? Yeah, I forgot his fucking name. Uh, you can go on my Twitter, you'll see him. He, uh, he yeah, he, that guy's a total douchebag. He, he was like, "Oh, uh, you'll see. It'll be a hundred percent different fight." And I was like, "Bro, Dave and Billy are not going to let you scam them out of this fucking fight. Like, you're going to take another dive for some money. It's straight bullshit." So I'm going to beat off. I fucking hate Jose Canseco. And I mean, so- I mean, Evan is just a, just a total douchebag. Yeah, I told him I was like, I'll fight him at the next rough, rough and rowdy. Fuck it. But he would never, he'll never, his ass is way too old. But he does look like Furio. He does look like Furio. That just tells you with the losers that, uh, that, 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 that it's loser for loser. Uh, it, it's it's the loser army, the uh, the Kinsenko's there. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. You think that, you think Dave's going to uh, allow a rematch for Billy or no? I don't think so. It's not even worth the time. It's not even worth the time. So, fuck it. Um, oh, let's talk about your podcast. I love it. I love it. Allow me to be frank. You want to you talk about that a little bit? Well, it's going well. Hopefully, we can get some good guests soon. Uh, I'd love to start getting more good guests. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and where, where can listeners listen to that, Frank? Uh, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, uh, it's also uh, available on, uh, YouTube. I'm going to try to start putting it up on YouTube more, uh, like the next day. Okay. 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 Of course, the uh, units podcast with coach Doug's that was released today on YouTube. I watched that this morning. So if you, uh, if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you'll be able to get everything I do. Okay. And what's the name of that YouTube page? Just so our listeners, is it is it also? I was gonna say, is it also allowing me to be frank? No, it's just like uh, it's like. Uh, let me see what I call my channel. I think it's just uh, Frank Fleming or something like that. It just okay. Just my name. Let me see. Yeah, Frank Fleming. Just look up Frank Fleming. There you have it, you listeners. It. All. All content available there on YouTube. Mikey Betts, why are we going to hammer home the Mets over in in the season wins? And Frank, can you give us a good reason as well to hammer home that 90 and a half? Hit the over on that? Uh, Well, if the Mets play up to their full potential, they have a good pitching staff, a good lineup. They should be able to, uh, without a doubt, where do you get think, that uh, 90 wins. Where do you think Tim Tebow is going to go? <laughs> Politics. <laughs> oh, yeah, he probably will. He probably will. I, I never considered that, sure. that. Yeah, fuck yeah, he would. You could see him in a nice suit and tie. Ready to bullshit through his teeth. Well, he did the college. He did the college football thing for a while too, didn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he on ESPN for a few years? He still does that for every now and then. Does he? I was going to say, in fact, I think he still does that every now and then. Yeah. I just don't think he's a top guy. No. Well, guy, he was playing baseball, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I could definitely see him uh, in uh, northern Florida running for some sort of office. What about that little perv? Uh, you guys got to call 40 police on the Mets. Uh, what was the one guy that showed his dick? Or he, he like, sent a dick pic and... Oh, that stupid fucking uh, 
Jared Porter, the fucking general manager. What a total fucking sleaze bag. He took him from our Cubs too. The Cubs are gonna have some. Uh, the Cubs had him too, right? right? Uh, he was with the Cubs. Then he went to the Diamondbacks, and now uh, he went to the Mets, and there was where his career went down. Uh, a lot of the shit he did was while he was with uh, the Cubs. With the Cubs, yeah. I think it was in 2016. Yeah. As a matter of fact, right? Yeah. I think that's when a lot of that stuff went down. Yep. Um, it had to be during 2016. You, you know much confidence you would need to send 63 texts and a fucking dick pic? You need to be winning a World Series to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Nope. <laughs> yeah, you still couldn't do it. I was going to say, I would. I don't care what I'm doing. Yeah, that fucking guy. Well, there's another, I think it was a third base coach now. He's getting sexual harassment. So I don't know about that. Well, I was going to say from, from one dirtbag to another, the Mickey Calloway news broke recently, too. Well, uh, yep. Uh, yes, indeed. Ah. Oof. Yeah. Kind of look like that kind of guy, though. I don't know why. Yeah. I kind of got that vibe. Especially with that Jason Vargas situation. And he always had some weird comments. Right? Just... Almost he said like that when, a, you started, when you uh, let a uh, relief pitcher get up without getting in the game, it's dry humping a reliever. Yeah, what a weirdo. Between what a be, weirdo. just think of the the fun the media had with him and Adam Gase. What a shit show. Well, let's talk about the fucking Nets then. The Nets are on the rise. The Nets are fucking popping. Yeah, they, 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 I don't think they could have done much better on this road trip. I mean, they got one game left. They got to go play the Clippers. And yeah, I hammered the. Uh, we'll see I if they could. Get, we can see if they could uh, uh, go five for five. But uh, uh, winning uh, Golden State, uh, then they uh, then Kevin Durant uh, uh, tweaks his hamstring, and so he, he doesn't play. Uh, they go to Sacramento and they have shoot the lights out from three. Then a uh, night later, uh, with no Kyrie, they were down 24, came back and uh, beat Burn. the Suns. And last night, they uh, they they pretty much beat uh, beat down the Lakers. That was and a that short little comeback. They had like a short little comeback at the end of the fourth quarter. But uh, like they, were up, fourth they were up 20 with uh, two minutes left and the Lakers basically – Close the game like on an eleven-two run. That, that, that doesn't yeah. matter. That, that's garbage time. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. That game was not as close as the score will tell you. I call them Blake Bortle points because they don't really matter. They're really yep. good for fantasy, but they they uh, they don't really give a fuck. You know. Yep. So the the comeback against the Suns was great. I saw the score at halftime, and something told me they were going to come back, and I wanted to hit that hit that money line at halftime, and I didn't. And I woke up the next morning and was pissed. Yeah, I just James had a Harden hunch. is right now. James Harden right now is just finding his just absolute uh, zone in uh, Brooklyn. What is and the then for there was a there was a position change too as well, wasn't there? Yeah, he's mostly playing shooting guard while uh, Kyrie is the point guard. I thought it was the other way around. I thought that Kyrie was playing shooting guard. Well, you know, it's, it, 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 it's interchangeable in basketball. Yeah, it's probably in, in, uh, 
And James Harden said he's playing point guard, and then and Kyrie Irving said he's playing point guard too. The coach is like, oh, I don't tell. You know, it's probably just a label for them. Yeah. Let them let them figure it out. So another thing I wanted to bring up also was uh, the sports encyclopedia. Uh, you want to talk about that? Well, it's been going for 20 years. I'm having a little trouble updating it lately, but uh, one day I'll get it back uh, back up to fully update it. What What do you mean? Like, it's just not updating? I'm just just too busy doing everything else. Frank, you literally are the success story. I swear to God. I, like, every time I look, it's just crazy. So, of course, you're too busy. You know, you, you're doing so much stuff. You got, you're on Barstool all the time. You're on all these podcasts. You're making time for me, Mikey Betts. Man, I really appreciate it. But where do you find the time, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's tough. But you make it. You make time. Yep. And then you, can use, you can use excuses like this fucking snow, which sucks, but you can use it as an excuse that you don't have to do stuff for a little bit. And the yeah, whole you know. pandemic. Plus, I have a lot of cameos to catch up on tonight, too. Oh, yeah? Where can we find your uh, cameo? Why don't you give it a little shout-out? Uh, just go on cameo. Look up Frank the Tank. There you go. Oh, baby. Frank yes, the Tank. Get a nice personal message from Frank the Tank. There you go. On cameo. Mm-hmm. Love it. I should sign up for a cameo. Why not? That would be pretty fun. You're not going to uh, be as good, not gonna be as, good uh, as Frank the Tank. I would just do my worst De voices, you know? Yeah. Could you could you cut promos for us like you did on Jose Canseco on Cameo? Is yeah, that possible? I can. I can. Oh, oh yeah. Just tell me gonna what you say and I'll do oh. it. Oh, that's gonna be oh, pretty man. awesome. Dude, you're gonna be recruiting uh, Chris Bryant. What are you doing? Oh, well, it looks like those trade talks ended. Yeah. Well. Uh... Are you happy about that, Frank? Or are you? I don't want the Mets to give up too much for him. I was I, I was hoping that was the plan, secretly, of course, as a Cub fan. Um, but I I didn't think it was going to happen either, especially with Bryant only having one year left on his deal. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can pursue him as a free agent. I mean, the Mets have to try to uh, lock up uh, Lindor and uh, Lindor. Exactly. So they have they have their own things they have to get done. Um, yeah. Back to the Canseco uh, promo really quick. With with a promo you cut like that, I gotta I gotta think you have some uh, wrestling watching experience. And in, in your, uh, I haven't really as, watched uh, much wrestling since. I was gonna uh, say maybe yeah. as a as a as a youngster. I haven't watched wrestling much uh, since the end of the Attitude Era. Okay, okay. Who are some of your guys? Uh, Stone Cold uh, back in the day. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Okay. Always loved uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, I love the Heenan. Or the Brain, I should say. The heat, the Brain and uh, Gorilla Monsoon are the best duo. Yes. In my in my book. But that's for... You guys uh, aren't Rock fans? Not a fan of The Rock? The Rock uh, was okay. Yeah, the Rock, rock was, was okay. Stone Cold was, was better. Rock, I've always grown to like like the rock after his acting i've seen his acting career because i've always hated him and then like i see him act and i was like you know what he's not a bad guy you know so okay in the two dozen in the two dozen fast and furious movies yeah exactly dude you know i've never seen one of them neither have i 
Me. Oh, that's three of us. I don't plan on it. I don't plan on it. Not at all. Not it just chance. doesn't interest me. Frank, what's your favorite movie? Uh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back is fire. That's top five. Top five. Minus the single. But yeah, that's, that's fucking fire. What about you, Chris? Oh, it's probably Dumb and Dumber. That's a good one. No, I can quote quote every line of Dumb and Dumber. The original one. The 94 make. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, we were both a little bit bigger. Bigger guys, all three of us. Uh, We all had a little bit of a weight loss journey. Frank, I am so proud of you, man. That that shit makes me so happy. Whenever I see you step on the scale and you lose some pounds, dude. I, I don't know. I can't tell you how, how happy it makes me because uh, I was a couple pounds, uh, a couple hundred pounds heavier. Uh, Chris, you were a few pounds heavier. And uh, dude, just keep it up, man. We'll, we see it and it just it puts a smile on my face every time I see you uh, step mm. on that scale and lose some pounds, some pounds man. So, it's a great story, Frank. Oh, yeah. Proud of you. Proud, yeah. Say the least. Frank, can you recall one match, one wrestling match from from when you were a kid or a teenager that, that you can really remember or that stuck out with you? Well, the Hogan-Andre match was, of course, epic. Oh, d- definitely, definitely. Any others? Uh, that's probably the biggest one I remember. I was going to say that. I mean, that's, that's a top five moment in, in history for sure. With the first body slam and, and such. Tremendous. Which is not true. I was going to say, which was assisted. but Do you realize that Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant actually fought uh, seven years earlier at Shea Stadium? Oh, in Shea Stadium. I didn't know it was there. Yep, 1980. Uh, Hogan was the heel. Wow. And uh, was actually managed by... Uh, Freddie Blassie. Classy Freddie Blassie. Uh, yeah, Hogan, uh, Hogan and Andre the Giant uh, is at Shea Stadium in August of 1980. Uh, that is awesome. I did not know that. I knew they had some battles before. Yep, getting- yep, yep. Uh, Hogan's persona was more like his uh, Rocky uh, three persona. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds phenomenal. <laughs> I'm going to check that out. I want to go see it. Is it? You know, uh, I've seen it on YouTube. I was going to say, is it on YouTube? It has I've seen be. it on YouTube. And you said it's at Shea Stadium. Tell us about Shea Stadium. I'm, uh, well, Shea Stadium was kind of a dump. It was. Was it? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was the dump, but it was our dump. And it was just. But it was, it was your spot. Yeah. It was just. By, uh, it was time for it to go. I mean, it was. It was just completely just like antiquated, uh, dark corridors. Right. Uh, seats were uh, falling apart. Shitty amenities and such. Yeah, no amenities. But that's the best part is like you get to live through that. It's like living through the shitty part of the Bulls or living through the shitty part of any team. It's like you get to go through that and then you get to experience the good part, the good times. Hopefully you get the good times sooner than with later. The, with a new stadium. Oh, yeah, with a new stadium, of course. Well, I mean, look at us, dude. Soldier Field fucking sucks for for football, for the Bears. It's pretty trash. But 
that being said, regardless, regardless. Yeah, uh, I just are, saw the video still up on YouTube uh, the, at Shea Stadium, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. Oh, I'm going to go watch oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to oh, go yeah, watch oh, yeah. that. Yeah, the ring was set up like around second base. Wow. Similar to the... Uh... Similar to the where the Beatles stage was. Basically, right? yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's that's another thing that fascinates me about Shea Stadium is is just the the Beatles playing there and that whole situation. And I know that whole concert is on uh, is on YouTube too. I always go back and watch that. Yeah, well, that's a classic concert. I mean, right? Just absurd. Oh, what's just, crazy is that uh, would they would they play for like uh, an hour? And Some, uh, yeah. the, and the crowd just screams throughout the whole thing. It had the, the whole thing. You, can, you couldn't even hear the performance. the The crowd was, the crowd was too crazy. You just see people passing out from excitement and such. Just what a. That's why the Beatles basically stopped touring uh, about a year mm-hmm. or two later. They didn't tour that much anymore. They didn't tour. Couldn't take it anymore. What music? You couldn't hear them because everyone would be screaming. It'd be crazy. So, and of course, John Lennon with his infamous "We're bigger than Jesus," right? Yeah, kind of not not the best thing to say. Not the best thing to say around that era and around that time when uh, no. <laughs> a, little, a little bit more religious than we are now. So, but yeah, not not the best thing to say. Not the best thing to say. Um, speaking of Chase Field, how how's it feel being um, the Mets super fan and being known as the Mets super fan? I always wish I could be known as something like that. Well, it's good. It, it uh, Hopefully the Mets actually have a good season this year, and uh, I don't have a lot of agita. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. A lot of, what? A lot of agita? Agita. What's, What's that? What is agita? It's an aggravated stomach, uh, an aggravation. It's an Italian slang for it. Oh. I'm, I'm Italian. I don't even know that. What the fuck? I was going to say, you need that. Hey, oh, I got some need magic to, stuff. What the fuck's going to, on? Need to step it up, Mikey Bet. Yeah, you got to look up, uh, you got to look up, uh, Ajita. Ajita, Ajita. I'm a, yeah, fuck it. Ajita sounds, sounds like a good-ass word. Just like this, too. Or I got Ajita. Yeah, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense. I like it. Are you Italian, See? Frank? Yes. Oh, how much percent? Probably about 30%. I mean, uh. Or at least twenty five percent. Yes, uh, my grandmother on my father's side is Italian, like oh. off the boat Italian. Hell yeah, off the boat Italian. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's how my was. Well, she was actually born in America, but uh, the, the two of her sister, uh, one of her brothers and one of her sisters, were was born in Italy, and uh, of course uh, her family came, uh, like that uh, came over to uh, the United States, and uh, like about. Uh, she was the baby of the family, so she was uh, the youngest, so she was last born, but yeah, they, uh, the, her mother and father came right from Naples. Holy shit. Hell yeah. My, my family's from Maori, if you know where that is, but uh, it's kind of weird. They didn't ask you to audition for Jersey Shore then, since you're in Jersey. You're telling yeah. so <laughs> why not, you know? But, oh, I shit. think I did not know final, final cut. Frank was final cut, I heard. Oh yeah, almost yeah. made the cut for. Uh, well, who made it for him was uh, Mike. The situation. What a douchebag that guy is. I fucking hate him. Wait, I'm sorry, Frank. Do you like him? No. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
just gonna say I put him in my category of like top five people I hate. It would be like uh, probably like a couple Pistons players, um, Jose Canseco. Um, this guy that always fucks my order up at Serenos. Uh, and then, uh, who's the fifth guy? I totally forgot who we were just talking about. Spaced out Chris Mayhead. People you hate? Top five people you hate? I know. Who shouldn't... were we just talking about? Actually, I don't hate nobody. I don't hate nobody. I was going to say, you shouldn't, shouldn't hate too many people. I love everybody. But, um, ELE. ELE. Everybody love everybody. But um, what else was I going to say? Let's wrap it up. Oh, dude, I love your song, The War, and your intros for Allow Me yep. to Be Frank. Can, uh, we get a little, can we get a little song or a little singing? Uh, Come on. I'll sing with you if you want me I to. just don't have a song right now at the top of my head. That's, that, that let's, all let's blows sing. up. Uh, fuck, fuck. Um, something oh, about... my God. Look at this. The Yankees what? look like they're uh, the Yankees are thinking about trading for uh, Trevor Story. Oh, <laughs> get out of here, dude! What the fuck? Are, like, what's the point of your? It's like super team and uh, whatever. The, the, the Colorado Crockies. Seriously, the the Arenado deal. The uh, I mean, they literally got nothing back for him too. And they paid. How much did they give the Cardinals? Wasn't it like fifty mil as well to cover a portion of the contract? Yeah, I haven't even looked at the quality of those prospects, but I'll take your word for it. And it was only four of them. Four prospects. It was four prospects. Yeah. <sighs> what a scumbag Trevor Bauer is. He is a scumbag. Don't like the guy. Chris, do you like the guy? Nah. No, nah, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, you know who I do like? Well, I kind of like him. I don't know. Um, actually, I kind of want to know your opinion on it, Frank. What do you think of Steve Cohen? Do you like him as, as a Mets, Mets fan? He's done good so far, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw, I saw him and Dave gotten some beef over that Robin Hood stuff. No, that was but so I, stupid. I know, I know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, did you make any money off the GameStop, though, at least? Nope. I, I don't do any stocks. I missed out. Stayed, on stayed away. You stayed away, too? I bought like I bought it when it was 80 bucks, and then I didn't know how it worked, so I sold it. And I, was like, right. I didn't know how it worked. <laughs> yeah, it's a good sign to stay away. Good sign to stay away. Yeah, exactly. Who would you have as your favorite to win the World Series then this year? Dodgers, uh, probably, unfortunately. Nothing about the Sox? You don't have any uh, White Sox uh, thoughts? Nothing White Sox are on the rise. They might be able to win the Central. <clears throat> but yeah. uh, I don't think they could win the good to the World Series. Yeah, you like them, so. Frank, you like the Mets to win the East? Um, or... Uh, Atlanta's they should at least they should at least get the wild card. I was gonna say if not if not the division a wild card spot. Atlanta's tough, but we'll see what happens. I'm just I'm excited. Baseball's around the corner for yep. sure. 
And one thing I was going to say about Steve Cohen is he shows the ability to pretty much be limitless on, on assets to get, to get players, to get players or to get acquisitions, I should say, whether it be free agents or, or trades. Yeah. He's a diehard fan. And that's what I love to see about it too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. As long as, um, as long as there's not a situation like on the North side where, kind of the money seemed to apparently run dry or something trading you Darvish in the midst of a contract and whatnot. What'd you think of that move, Frank? They look like they have no fucking clue. No idea. Why the fuck are we bringing Jake Arrieta back when we fucked over John Lester? That put such a salty look for, or a salty taste in John Lester's mouth. After all that guy has done for the Cubs, why why would like, I that that just puts a sour taste in my mouth. Right. I'm pretty sure those deals are around the same amount of money. Yeah, we could have just gave it to John, but no, whatever. I don't know. Do not, I to mention, just, not to mention any of those prospects they got in return for that deal. I mean, they weren't, they weren't, I don't, I think the oldest of them is 19, 20. So you can't even really count on prospects that young count, you know, really prevailing. Yeah. And thriving at the major league level. So we'll see what happens. But it, it was clearly a move to get to dump a salary. And I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, oh, that's true. We got baseball coming. We got basketball coming. We got the playoffs going to be coming in a couple months, more than we know. I got this. I got the Nets winning that one. But um, you got the Nets winning the, the whole thing, Frank? No, it'll probably be the fucking Lakers. Be a seventy. No, don't say that. Don't you say that? No, the, the, the league, the, the the NBA, I think is fixed, and they want the Lakers to win. Oh. I think, I, sometimes I think it's fixed. Look, sometimes I think it's fixed, but I don't think that. It, no, LeBron's not going to get his fifth fucking ring with these bozos. I can't name another. Oh, well, I can't name the other players, but a normal person can't name another player besides AD. On the Lakers, like AD and LeBron, you know that KCP. Shut the fuck up! I don't even want to hear about KCP. Come on. Um, but um, well, here. So Sunday, we're releasing this uh, thing on Sunday. So uh, Frank, you want to sing a nice little Sunday song? All right. How about uh, the I'm easy like Sunday morning. I'm easy like Ooh. Sunday morning. It's not a pleasant valley Sunday here in status symbol land. Another pleasant valley Sunday. Shirking another hand. I don't know the rest of it. I just know that part. That was fucking amazing. That's right, guys. I'll talk to you later. All right. Hey, Frank. Frank, thank I you so much for hopping on the Mikey Betts show. We appreciate it. Yeah. This, we, was, this, was, a lot of, this was a lot of fun. I'll see you we'll guys again. You yeah, we'll see you soon, Frank. Have a good one, buddy. I'll, I'll talk to All you. All right. Take Bye. care. The Mikey Betts show has been brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Media Company.